Society has a lot to say about what men are and what they should be. But what does God say about all of this? The Rock Podcast with Dennis is a place where discussions arise about fatherhood, the struggles of manhood, living a life of integrity, character building, which are all based off of biblical principles for practical application. So sit back and experience 30 minutes of The Rock Podcast with Dennis. Real talk with real men. Hey, this is Dennis with the Rock Podcast coming at you once again. What's up out there? I hope all is well with you. I hope that you're having um, a really good holiday season at this time. Man, do you believe that 2023 is almost over with? Wow. We're in the last quarter of this year. And uh, it's uh, been a very, very interesting year, to say the least. But this is Dennis coming at you. Um, as always, I wanted to, to get on here and just talk about some talk about a very uh, in, in impactful, uh, in, impactful thing that's been on my mind. It's been on my heart. Uh, and so I hope you enjoyed the two part series by my by me and my therapist. Uh, shout out to, to Miss Bank to Miss Miss <laughs> Banks. Shout out to Miss Banks, who, who was on my podcast. Uh, you know, and that's, that's my, that's my counselor. She was on here, man. She, she, she rocked it. So shout out to her and, and her, you know, and her just being very, very, um, very open and honest about, you know, mental health among men. Uh, but I'm gonna take it a step further with, uh, something that me and her discuss a lot and that's being vulnerable. And I'm gonna talk about vulnerability among men. I think that's one word that's, that's, <clears throat> Excuse me. That's one word that's been misconstrued because what we tend to do with that word is 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 basically looked at as being soft, being, you know, being uh being, you know, inferior, being, you know, uh, you know, being not so strong. But man, you know, the the thing you measure that thing up with is you met you measure it up to uh a toxic culture with masculinity that makes those things look so weak. And actually, man, when a person, what I'm, what I'm coming to realize as I've gotten older in age and I'm not that old though, and older in age and gotten wise and lived a little. Cause I, I've always heard my mom and others say, Hey, live, a li- live, live a little, live. And you will see things differently. And so, um, you know, just being a father, being a husband, being a man growing up and just, you know, uh, just experiencing life, you you tend to think like, man, I was bamboozled into thinking that being vulnerable was weak, but actually being vulnerable is strong. And so, you know, I just want to get on here and dispel that, this myth that men can't be vulnerable. Now, what what I'm not saying is is that you should you should you should step up you shouldn't step up into your responsibilities. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't step out and be and be accountable for what you do and how you carry yourself or what you and, and leading your household or just leading yourself. You know, I'm not saying those things. You know, I'm not saying a weak man to me that that you know. Well, let me let me let me say this. What we tend to do is we tend to think that strong men are men like, uh, you know, uh a man who, who speaks their, who speaks their mind. And, uh, you know, they, they, they may, they may go off on somebody or lose a temper or, you know, they just, they, they go off and they, they, you know, saying, you know, we tend to think that an unruly man is a strong man, you know, 
but 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 then a man who keeps their peace and don't say a word they look they looked looked upon as a punk <laughs> you know and so that's the thing we gotta really get out of because you know you know we had uh miss miss banks on the show on the show lashonda <clears throat> we had on the show uh on the show and she talked about men being vulnerable and men expressing their feelings and this is the thing that i want to dig into because what we what we tend to do is this it's a it's 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 been woven into our into our very it's a general this is a generational thing it's been woven into our generational genes or generations uh from men going back since going back going back in the day on to now uh it's been it's been it's been it's been stamped by our generation or stamped upon manhood that if you are if you have feelings then you weak if you have feelings then it's it's feminine to have to be to have feelings is that that is totally so stupid to think that if I'm if I'm ha- if I have an emotional moment, just because I have an emotional moment don't mean I'm a weak man. Having an emotional moment means that, hey, I'm dealing with this issue and look, it hurt. I don't like it. It's okay to say I don't like something. And so, um, what and what we tend to do, what what and and and, and women, you know, you you we do it, men to men, women to women to men. We you know, when a man, uh, you know, sees another man, you know. You know, and, you know, having an emotional moment. I mean, you need to man up. I know I, I've done that to my boys, and I know that. And I had to repent. I had to say, tell them I was sorry because I wasn't raised in a. I wasn't raised in a compact. My dad wasn't a compassionate man. He didn't know how to be compassionate. He didn't know how to be, uh, you know, to be loving. I mean, he loved me in the ways of being a provider and. And in and, and things of that nature, but you know, being present at times, you know, when he was, when he wasn't dealing with his his issues, his struggle, he was dealing with struggles too. So my dad didn't know how to be a uh, um in a you know uh, a nurturing father. You know what I mean? My mother was more nurturing than my dad. Uh, my dad was dealing with so many struggles, but you you all know about that. But my dad didn't know how to nurture because he didn't get the nurturing he needed to be another uh, being be a father to be a nurturer. And I always say this, how can a father learn how to father? How can a father learn how to be a father? If he didn't learn how to first, how to be a son, let me say that again. How can a father be a father? If he didn't first learn how to be a son, what a son does with his father, he learns how to be a man. And with a man, you learn, you learn responsibility. You learn about yourself. You have what you have a, 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 an example before you. Now your father may not live with you, but your father, father, you still should still be in your, your son's life. You should still be present in their lives. They need you. Trust me, I got two boys. And so they see, they, they should see your vulnerable, your vulnerability. They should see you have struggled. They should see, I ain't saying struggle with alcohol, but they should see you struggle with with being emotional. Cause you know, emotions are real. And I'm not saying that you, I'm not emotional. What I mean is that, that you ain't going crazy and acting, but, but they should see you make, they should see, they should see your insufficiencies. They should see your deficiency. They should see you be human. Let me say that. Let me say that. They should see you being human. You know what I'm saying? If something suck, you should say it suck. It, I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? So I had to allow my sons to see my transparency and my authenticity. And man, I'm gonna tell you, it's freeing. Because I, I I didn't have to put on the front anymore. Like I know that I'm that I know everything. They know I'm their father. They know that I love them, and they know I lead. They know I lead this household with their mom. 
you know, and they know that I'm a godly figure in the household, you know what I'm saying? And we lead and, and I and I lead our family as the Lord tells us what to do. But they see me fall, they see me make mistakes, they see me say I'm sorry, I've said sorry to them. Uh, but I'm learning how to hug and and, and love on my boys. I've always hugged and love on my boys, but when you I tried so hard at one time to really, really not allow them to go through what I went through or not be to not make a mistake or not not get caught up in things because I the way I was raised I was like I got to make sure they get it but in in but in getting it I was hard on them at times so they had to they, it it's this perception of perfection that I had to put forth because I'm a, I'm going to go back to how you know the church uh go back to this perception of perfection I'm not blaming it on the church but it's what I seen before me and so I felt like I had to be this perfect person to my kids when really I, I was being a fake person I wasn't being vulnerable. I wasn't being who I was, truly was. But when I got when I got to the place where I God had to break me of that, and breaking me means that I had to get to the place where I reached where I wanted to get, but it was without God being there emotionally. So so I had to learn I had to, I had to learn how to be an emotionally spirit I had to be emotionally spiritually healthy. You know, a believer, you have to be emotionally healthy. You know what I'm saying? And I had to learn how to be emotionally healthy by getting the counseling, by 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 prayer, getting, you know, at allowing God to show me who I really was, but getting getting mental health counseling. That's I'm I'm a big advocate of it. So I had to get emotionally healthy. So now that I'm now that I had to get I'm at the place where I'm, I'm emotionally healthy, I'm gonna maintain that emotional, emotional healthy, healthiness or health health uh healthiness, if I'm saying that the right way, because uh I, I gotta get it. I've been getting I've been I've been getting counseling for the last I say maybe probably the last two three years I've been getting counseling, and this is, is I go on a monthly basis. That's something that I put in my in my life constantly with my with, with my um with my with my counselors so I can keep a mental maintenance not only mental maintenance emotional maintenance but spiritual maintenance. You know, I got a guy. I have my, my my counselor is a godly counselor. That's just what I prefer. You can you can do what you want to do, but that's what I prefer, based on you know based based on my uh, my, my my personal belief system in Christ. You know, so but 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 being there's nothing wrong with being vulnerable. There's nothing wrong with being authentic. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with being authentic, real, and transparent. Being a work of art. There's nothing wrong with that. You're a masterpiece created in Christ Jesus. And so I, I just had to get to the place, man. I had to really a allow God to, to deal with me in areas and lead me into getting help I needed. And it's been it's been a game changer. Uh I had a I didn't know in my later years I had issues with anger. And it goes back to how I was treated by my dad and and then uh and how I but I it really it really came out when uh, the church I came to and I was hurt, you know, you all know that spiritual, the spiritual abuse that I experienced through, through people I really, I thought, thought had my best interest at hand. And I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm not going to sit back and make excuses, <clears throat> but, <clears throat> but when you, when you trust somebody and you, and they have an influence in your life and then the things that's done and you feel rejected and abandoned, it could do something to your psyche. And it did something to my, my emotional health. It did something to my, my psyche where it really affected me. Uh, but, I, I trust me. I, you, you know, the thing is, I had to learn how to forgive those people, and I had to learn how to move forward. Um, so, but, but what I want to really dig into is being vulnerable, being having vulnerability as a man. Man, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to 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 have feelings, and you know, and and like I said, 
I've had women even tell me, oh, you and your feelings. <laughs> I've had, you know, I have, I had, you know, sisters that I know, they say, oh, you and your feelings today. And I, and that's, that's the, that's the, best. like, wait, what you trying to say? But yeah, it's okay for me. It's, man, it's okay to be in your feelings. It's okay to be, to, to have a, to be, to, to, to be angry. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel bad. It's okay to have a off, to have an off day. It's okay to not have a, to have a bad day. It's okay to have a bad day. It's not that you have a bad day because, you stop believing in in, in 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 what you believe is it's just you just you just got a sucky day it's okay but you know that your joy is in the lord your joy is in in jesus for you know in, 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 if you don't know him as your lord and savior or you missing out on a good good situation but it's okay to have a, it's okay to bad i believe personally my belief in my heart jesus didn't have any bad days because he stayed connected to the father he didn't have any bad days because he stayed connected to his father and he 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 had joy he has so much joy out of his heart but at the same time shoot jesus you know jesus jesus went through some things too now jesus went to the you gotta remember, you gotta remember jesus went and went in the place of solitude for 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 for, for prayer and, to, and I say decompress because you got to realize he he's he was human he was one hundred percent God one hundred percent human uh, the hypostatic union but you got to realize he was human the Bible says in um and I think in um Hebrews four fifteen I think four four fifteen it said he was tempted at all at points he could sympathize with our weaknesses because he was tempted at all points just like we were. So if he was tempted at all points like we were, that means he wanted to slap the mess out of somebody. He wanted to <laughs> Jesus wanted to slap the mess out of somebody. You see what he did to that temple? He had an emo he was angry. He had an emotional moment in that temple with the and he made a whip and he said, You ain't gonna make me, you ain't gonna make you ain't gonna make my father's temple a den of thieves, den of thieves. But at the same time, I believe Jesus wanted to slap somebody. That's why he went away and went to solitude and and, and, and decompress. He had the love of God on him. He had the joy of God, but hey, people would take you there. And so, you know, he even gotten gotten the um, Pharisees tell about being so self-righteous. He called them a broad of vipers. So Jesus didn't play, man. People trip me out when they they say Jesus is this this weak, you know, uh, this 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 weak, long haired, you know, pale skin, you know, weak man. Man, he was a carpenter and he had he had <laughs> he had he didn't have black and decorative tools. He didn't have drills. That man used his hands. He was a man's man. He was I believe Jesus was cut. You know, and then, you know, and he was Jewish over over um in, in, in Jerusalem. He was, you know, he was he was he was Jewish. So I believe and, and he and then Jesus walked everywhere too. So I believe he was a man's man, but at the same time he was a man of compassion. But he didn't play, man. He was he was no joke, but he was a man's man. He was a and being a man's man, he was a man of vulnerability. And you know, throughout the scriptures, he was vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? In the scriptures, he was he was he was uh, you know, he was a man of love. He was gracious. He's full of love. He loved on his disciples. He didn't beat them over the head. He loved on them. He only got in those Pharisees' tail because they were trying to bring have this perception, this perception of perfection. That's what he attacked. He attacked, he attacked that self-righteousness. See, being self-righteous will cause will cause you to put on some so much of a fake face. It'll wear you out because you're trying to be something. You're trying to uphold this, this role that you this role you're trying to uphold, and it's exhausting trying to uphold that role. It's, it's exhausting trying to be something that you're not. It's exhausting trying to put up this front and, and you can't be who you really are because you're putting on this front like you got everything together. Well, you know, dog away, you're dealing with it. You're dealing with an issue, but you don't want to. The Bible says confess your faults one to another. That's what that's what you you you, you do that to, to each other. We do that as, as, as each other. We come and co confess our sins one to another. 
You know what I'm saying? And it says, you know, and, and said, but you confess. He said, the thing is, you confess your sins. You could you confess your faults to another, and to get rest, rest, restoration among your brethren. But you go to God for forgiveness. You know, that's that's we had to realize that we had to realize that it's okay to be not okay. If 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 you if you if if you do something to make me mad and get me upset, I will forgive you quick. But I'm gonna tell you something. It's okay. I'm not gonna. I'm. It's okay for for me to to forgive you. But hey, it's gonna take me some time to get to get to to connect back with you because you betrayed me, man. You you came against me. I don't hold any any issues against you, but you 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 hurt my feelings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you hurt my feelings. You you did something to go all the way, so I can't really put myself in a situation where you could hurt me again. So so I so in talking to my counselor, she you know we we just we we have to. We have to know that it's okay to have feelings. It's okay. And, and I think that's the thing that gets men really messed up because we feel as though that we feel as though that if we express ourselves, then we're going to be looked upon differently. It's okay to be looked upon differently. I don't care now. I'm, I'm at an age. I don't care. I'm at a place. I don't care. I don't care. If you, if you don't like me because I express myself on vulnerable, I don't care. I, I have no regrets about, about expressing my, my, uh, my, my heart, what's on my heart. Now, what I don't do, I'm not unruly, but I will tell you about how I feel about the situation. Or if I feel a certain way and you did something to me, I'm gonna tell you what you did to me. Or it's okay to be vulnerable and say, "Hey, I've been through, I've been there, done that. I have, I have nothing to hide." Vulnerability is a superpower, y'all. I heard uh, Tim Ross say that on his uh, on his uh, on his uh, podcast, The Basement. Go check it out; it's on YouTube. Uh, but the thing is, he said vulnerability is a superpower. Being vulnerable actually strengthens you, brothers. You know what I'm saying? It strengthens you. Being vulnerable strengthens you. And then you being you gotta be you gotta be vulnerable around the right people. I'm not, I'm not gonna be vulnerable around just anybody. I'm gonna be around vulnerable people. People I'm gonna be vulnerable around people who has my heart. But it's okay to be vulnerable because it's nothing. It's nothing you can do to. It's nothing you can do to come to to really. Hurt my feelings at all. He being soft. Hey, you can call me what you want. That's if you have that issue with me, or you have an issue with expressing yourself, and the person has an issue with you being vulnerable, brothers. <clears throat> that's none of your business about what they think about you. I had one brother tell me one time. Um, <laughs> I had one brother tell me one time. If I go to the if I go to a church all the time and the pastors on stage always talking about what they're going through or uh, what they're dealing with, I want to go to that church. I'm like, well, why not? Why 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 wouldn't you want to go to that church? Cause I, I'd rather for somebody to get on, get on, get on, get in the podium, get on the, get on, get, get, be at the, um, be at the podium or be at the, uh, be at the podium to, you know, or the, um, what you call it? The, yeah, the podium. I would rather, I'd rather for a brother to be at the podium expressing what their struggles is. That lets me know, dang, they going through the same thing I'm going through. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm not the only one. It shows me their transparency. It shows me they're, they're being vulnerable. But see what we do, what we do in these churches, what we do is we get up here and we preach these sermons and we and we do we, it's okay to preach the word and give the word, but it's so it's but it's okay to it's it's okay to put yourself out there and say, hey, this how the word, this how I applied the word in my life. You can do it too. But to just just to give me a bunch of information from the word of God and not and not insert yourself in there and give me a window and 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 how to how to and show me how the word apply to your life, you know, then lets me know, dang, you know, you know. That that person's perfect. He's too perfect. He ain't went through nothing. But if I know, just think about it. Just think about it like this. 
you only could, I, I connect better with people who've been through something. I'm not saying you got to go through hell, but I'm saying I only, I connect with people who I know are being transparent and being vulnerable. Look at this stat, y'all. I'm going to look, I'm going to read, I read this stat in the last podcast. It says statistically over 6 million men suffer from depression, but every male, de- every male depression often goes under, under, underdiagnosed. You know why it goes underdiagnosed? Because brothers don't want to be real. They want to. They want to put on. They want to put on airs like they know everything. We put on airs like that. We got it all together. We got. We put. Want to put on airs that you know. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Uh, I'm a man. You know that's not being a man. Um. You know I'm. I can do what I want to do. I can make my own decisions. Uh, you know I'm. I'm strong. I'm. I'm. I'm hard. I'm. I'm. You know what I'm saying I'm. I'm. You know. Look. Look, man. Look. 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 That stuff don't work no more. And 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 if we're gonna if we're gonna reach this generation, man. Um, and touch just touch these young these young men. We gotta show them being vulnerable. We gotta show them to be vulnerable. Uh, I had to learn this thing the hard way. I remember when my oldest boy was twelve years old. My oldest boy, my oldest boy, he was twelve years old, and uh, me and him going back and forth. It was button hands. It was really tough during those years. Uh, he's a he's an awesome. Man. He's he's eighteen man, and he's doing awesome. I'm so proud of him. But I had to make some. I thought it was. It's all. It was all about what he was doing. God was like, "It's about what you're doing. You need to make adjustments." I said, "Me make adjustments." He's a kid. She said, "You need to make adjustments because the Bible says, don't provoke your children to wrath." And it says, "Train them, child, and bring them in an admonition and training of the Lord." The, the father will do that. The nurturing admonition of the Lord. It says the fathers do that. So I had to learn when he was twelve years old. He told me. He said, he got mad. He was like. You know, I don't understand. He said, you just, you know, he was upset. He's like, you just outdated. You out, He said, I'm outdated in terms of how I relate to him. So I wanted him to, I wanted him to be something I needed him to be. But man, what does he want to do? Now, what I'm not saying is this. I'm not saying that my son, that you, that you allow your son to make a life-changing decision based on how he feel. I'm not saying that. You got a lot of people that make decisions to be homosexual or do get caught get caught up in different things or do something because they feel or just you know or they want to do something because they feel i just i just i just use homosexuality as another thing because that's really rampant out here they make a decision based on their feeling that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is you identify their their emotional state and you go and minister to that you go talk to that you go love on that you know what I'm saying? A lot of men lose their sons because they don't want to. They don't want to be vulnerable themselves. Being fussing at your kids, hollering at your kids, talking at your kids—that don't work no more. It it don't. It did actually didn't work. I know I ain't like I ain't like my dad fussing at me and talking at me. I had to realize that person's a young man. That he's a man inside of a, inside of a little boy body. He he deserves a respect. They deserve respect. My baby girl, she, she, she deserves the respect. Now, I, I don't tell you, I do I do get my kids tail, but I do it in love. And I speak the truth in love, but I'm, I'm, I befriend them. I love on them. I try to be there for them. I go in their world. You know what I'm saying? And, and then you you notice if you when you do that, your kids want to be around you because why? You provided a safe place for them to be who they really, they, they, they can be who they are. They can be, they can be, they can, they can come around you and be, who they are they can be themselves and then what happens they look at you be a, a man of compassion and then they follow in your footsteps that's the that's what the bible says and i always mess the scripture up i think it's uh i think it's an um lord jesus um is a, a scripture in the bible I'm, I'm sorry but i'm gonna i'm gonna just paraphrase it it's in proverbs but it says a just man 
a just man walks in integrity, but his, his children follow after him. Let me say that again. I'm, I'm going to actually look this up while I'm on here. It said a just man walks in integrity. Proverbs 20 and 7, y'all. It says a just man walks in his integrity and his children follow after him. When they see you walking in integrity, when they see you walking in the word, when they see you walking vulnerable, you know, vulnerable, they see you walking authentic, they will follow behind you. But if we want to reach our children, we got to be we got to be real. We want to reach our children. We got to we got to love them. If we, we want to be with our children. We got to help them. Don't just kick them out the house when they turn 18. Man, you still be there for your kids. You can always have your kids. They can always come home, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying to, 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 to be, to, to, no, not to be lazy. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, man, always have your house open for your kids. Always love on your kids. Cause I, I'm going to tell you something. I love all three of my kids. You know what I'm saying? And they do get on your nerve. <laughs> they do. Kids get on your nerve. But I'm going to tell you, man, it's nothing I wouldn't do for my kids. I love all three of them, man. I got two boys that's taller than me, and I got a baby girl who just steals my heart. She's just a blessing. I love my baby girl. But I'm telling you, man, there's nothing I wouldn't do for them. I'm always blessing them. You can talk to my wife. I'm always bringing home food for them or snacks and stuff because why? You're not spoiling them, man. You're teaching them that. You're, all, you're teaching your kids, I'm thinking about you, and I love you. It's, it's, today, it's to the place now, man. My oldest boys, man. They be, you know, they be, I'm trying to give them a hug. They push me off of them, you know what I'm saying? And so, but, but, you know, but they, they've learned to embrace and love me, but I had to do a lot of soul searching. I had to allow, I had to allow Holy Spirit to really talk to me about how to be a father to my children. Don't want to lose those boys. Don't want to lose my baby girl. You always want to have a place where you, that your children can be, you know, a safe place of vulnerability where your kids can be vulnerable and talk to you. And so when you're vulnerable, you open yourself up for God to pour into you more and to be more compassionate. And so the, the thing I just, and then, you know, when you're vulnerable, then you can go around the brothers and have a safe place. I love my small group. Shout out to Iron Shoppers Iron. Love them. We get together, we talk, you know, and we talk about the word. We talk about how to be better men. We grow, we try to, we try, we, we hold each other accountable. We allow Holy Spirit to really speak through us and be in us. It's a non, it's a non-judgment zone, man. And I love it. Brothers speak, they speak, they, they speak from their heart with no judgment. But the thing is, when you, when you do, when you, when you supply a place where men can be saved, it keeps them from blowing their brain, their brains out. Man, you, you know how many brothers, you know how many, <clears throat> how many men, in authority, I've told, well, a, a few, a couple of men in authority that I was dealing with depression and they kind of just say, get in the word or go to church, get in the word. You know what I'm saying? You need a pastor. I've had men tell me that. And so that's the thing. When you don't understand situations, when you don't understand mental health, when you don't understand a person's emotional state, you'll say that. It taught me going through stuff with my son and going through stuff personally. It taught me to be more to have more of a listening ear and say, Hey, I need to listen. I need to be there for that brother. I need to take that, that brother out to dinner. I need to, to see what's going on with their heart. I, me and my wife are very, we're very, we're very intentional about, you know, connecting with people, but I'm very intentional. And we talk about this in our small group. We're very intentional about connecting with each other. Cause man, man, Lord behold, it, 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 it what, what really, really hurts me is when I see a brother succumb, to his uh his mental a uh, mental his mental condition or emotional state, but he takes his life. That and that takes me out because I'm thinking in my moment in that moment, who 
could he have talking to to talk him off the ledge? You know, we just got to be there for, we got to do better, man. We got to do better with each other. We got to do better by our children. We got to do better with ourselves. We got to do better by uh, allowing God to touch our hearts. We got to do better, you know, with being open about things and not, not, not hiding things and, and feel like if, if I say something, then, you know, I'm going to be looked upon differently. I've been there, man, where you told people that certain things about your life and then they turn around and turn around and, and turn it against you and make it seem like you were a problem. Or you you think you you you're not that strong of a man that I thought you were. I remember, um, I was <clears throat> I was back. I'm about to wrap up. <clears throat> I remember when I was back in college. <clears throat> excuse me, I was back. I was back in college. Uh, I was I, I was in my senior year of uh, college, and I met uh, I met this gentleman. I was working for him, and uh, I worked for him, and then I uh, I broke the side of my foot. Uh, I ain't gonna tell you how I did that, but I broke the side of my foot, and so in breaking the side, side of my foot, uh. I, I I couldn't work anymore, and 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 I was I I had no money. I was I was I was I was, I was my, it was my junior year going to my senior year. So at junior that 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 uh that senior that that junior year, I was just messed up, and so I went to him for help and everything. And he told me this one thing, and it and it tore me apart. He said, "Wow, let's just look at you." Now he want he recruited me for a job, but then the job didn't go through. But he told me he said, "Look at you." He said, "You're not the man I thought you were." And I was like, wow, that crud. And I'm a young man. I'm about 23, 24. He said, you're not the man I thought you were. You know, look at you now. And he looked down on me, man. I was like, wow. And, and it crushed me. Because you wanted me when I was good for something. But then since I'm down on my luck, then you didn't want to do with me. And that crushed me, man. I was about 24, 23, 24 years old, years old when that happened to me. And that stuck with me. But I'm just telling you, that's just an example of brothers. We need to be there for each other. We need to we need to continue to to help each other, help each other up. You know what I'm saying? Lift each other up, man, not tear each other down. And so and 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 just know when a brother is opening up to you, it takes a lot for a man to open up to you and open up his heart. Don't, don't, don't steward that. Steward that. Take care of that. And when you do that, you'll bring you bring you bring restoration to your brother. But guess what? You bring restoration to yourself and give glory to God. All right, brothers, that's it for me. This is Dennis with the Rock Podcast signing off. And get the help you need, brothers. There's nothing wrong with mental health treatment and, and, and getting connected with another brother. But this is Dennis with the Rock Podcast. I'll see you later. Be blessed. We hope you enjoyed this last episode of the Rock Podcast with Dennis. Real talk with real men. Would you like to stay connected with Dennis? Here are his social handles. IG, it is DC3Rising, and Facebook, Dennis Crawford III. We hope that you've enjoyed yourself and that you will be back. God bless.